0: Let's be radically honest, there's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life.
1: Hello, 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 and my name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. Welcome to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. So today's show, is the law law of attraction actually BS? And you know what, I'm just going to add a little bit. More emphasis to that, is it really bullshit? Uh, most people, you know, when they think of um, the law of attraction, they think of the, the book The Secret, and that was published in 2006. But did you know that there were several books written beforehand that The Secret is based upon? One being The Power of Positive Thinking, published in 1952, or Think and Grow Rich in 1937, or perhaps you've heard about the Master Key System, which was published in 1912, or the Kabbalion, and I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. i read it, great book, and that's from 1908. But regardless of where you were first introduced to how powerful your mind is, there has been a lot of mysticism around the ability to magically cre- create what we want. So thanks for joining me today as I bust through some of the common myths around the law of attraction. And I'm also, because I love the science around this, I'm going to add some science and spirituality. But before we get started, I want to share a little bit about myself. Um, you know, I love, I, I actually do love my intro because that's my story. the Truly, truly, I sacrificed my health and wellness. I sacrificed my relationships to have a, a very successful Um, And I'll say a financially successful business, but at a huge cost. And that really has led me to work with entrepreneurial women. Um, I work with a lot of service-based industries or service-based competitive industries. So, for example, I work with a lot of uh, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, and insurance brokers, and I help them create revenue uh, within their business without having to work longer hours or sacrifice their time with their loved ones or health. Now, do I work with more than that? Absolutely. Um, if you want to work with me, I will tell you that I probably, I probably won't say no. And I say probably because there has been people that uh, have approached me, and we have a different set of beliefs, a different set of values. And I know that I'm not the best coach for them. And so I will say no. But I promise you, if it's not me, it'll be somebody else. I have a lot of amazing coaches in my life. So part of my story is I really decided that I wanted to help. Um, entrepreneurs, and I talk about something I'm passionate about called the sacred art of business. And when we come from this place of understanding what the sacred art of business is, it will ignite your success. This is why the law of attraction for me is such an important subject. Uh, I was introduced to the, the secret, so what the secret is based on, which is the law of attraction. I was introduced to that in 2006. But before that, I had actually read uh, Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking. So as we get together, gather together, whether you're listening live with me or you're listening to one of the many recordings that are out there, I guess my first question for you is, have you ever heard about the secret or the law of attraction? Now, if you haven't, it's okay, stick with me. I'm gonna share some information with you that I really believe that will that will help you expand your consciousness so that you can expand either in your life um, and or your business. So the law of attraction, um, the secret, I'm going to use those words interchangeably, right? Um, But really, when the secret came out, there was a lot of hype around it. And it was a fantastic book. And I know in one of the other recordings that I have, I talk about the first time that I was really aware of manifesting I manifested a, a house to be for sale and B manifested the actual deposit for said house to be purchased and that was by following some of the simple guidelines that the secret um, talked about law of attraction talks about and of course as I mentioned earlier uh, Norman Vincent Peale's the power of positive thinking My question for you, though, is if you've heard about the law of attraction or the secret, have you tried the secrets in the secret? Have you uncovered how to use the steps to your advantage? And here's what I've actually found that, (coughs) excuse me, a lot of people have tried the steps in the law of attraction. And when people first come to me, I hear, oh, yeah, 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 I tried that. It didn't work. And so, after you know, asking some open-ended, somewhat prodding questions, what I discover, kind of uncover, unpack for people, is that they spent a brief moment of time, and they tried the law of attraction. They tried to follow the steps, or maybe even just the one step, which is what you think, um, you know, thoughts become things, right? What you think will manifest. So they might have tried a piece of it or a portion of it. But the thing is, the law of attraction is actually one of 11 spiritual truths. And it's something that you don't try. (laughs) It's not something you necessarily even think about. It's a law. It's one to integrate. It's a law that you can implement. It's a law to live by. It's a law to embody. So trying to do the law of attraction or being the law of attraction really are two different things. So one of the challenges I think that people have when they try, air quoting for those of you who can't see me, try the law of attraction is they believe uh, that, that the change that they desire, the transformation that they want will happen quickly. And then if it doesn't happen as quickly as they want to, that there must be something wrong with the law. Now, sometimes we'll take that even further and we'll think that there's something wrong with us. And I'm going to share a couple of points around that uh, throughout our time together. So one of the ways I thought we could talk about the law of attraction is to bust through, there's lots of myths around the attraction, uh, law of attraction, but I thought I'd talk about busting through My intention is to bust through four with you today. So the first myth to bust through, bust through, that's hard to say, bust through, is the law of attraction doesn't work. But here's the thing: the law of attraction is a law, just like the law of gravity is a law. So it's there whether or not you use it intentionally. You cannot believe in the law of attraction, or pardon me, the law of gravity. Um, but it's there now. I think I skipped a step in my like excitement to share this with you. So (laughs) let me back up the turnip truck. The law of attraction is a spiritual law, just like any other law, whether it be a spiritual law or a scientific law there, this will make much more sense now. (laughs) So the law of attraction being a spiritual law, one of the laws I'm going to compare it to is the law of gravity. It's a law. So whether or not you intentionally are using the law of attraction or whether or not you believe in the law of attraction, it is there like the other spiritual laws and kind of like the law of gravity. Now, I may not believe in the law of gravity, but as I sit here in my seat with you, I'm not floating in the air. The law of gravity is working, whether I like it or not, whether I believe it or not. it's happening to me right now. This is the law of gravity. Or if I fly, the Earth's gravitational pull keeps a plane grounded until the plane is acted upon by the opposing force, lift. And lift is the upward force acting on a plane. Lift allows the plane to rise into the air and maintain flight without falling to the ground. I am experiencing the law of gravity. Don't have to believe it, don't even have to know it, but here I am, not floating around, you know, uh, in my office trying to hold on to my chair. The universal law of gravity is happening. The universal law of attraction or the other spiritual laws are also like that. It's the results. Now, if you want to know, how the universal law of attraction is working for you, then look around and look at your circumstances, your results, and your experiences, and you will see how your beliefs, your values, your paradigms, how the law, how you're experiencing the law, that's a better way, how you're experiencing the law. Now, I get it, this can be confusing, especially if you're experiencing something you don't want. We tend to, when we're experiencing something that we don't want, we tend to blame others. It's it's, uh, difficult often for uh, us to accept responsibility for ourselves, especially if you've had trauma. right? And so I'll talk to a lot of potential clients and they'll say, are you telling me, Ranchelle, it's my fault that, and then insert some sort of awful traumatic event. And what I say is it's not your fault. However, there's a piece of us that's responsible for that. That can be tough. I mean, I'll give you a, an example in my own life. You know, I was married to my children's father. And we ended up separating. Um, the reason why we ended up separating is irrelevant. It was horrific, It was traumatic. It was awful. The details don't matter. And in honor of both him and my and my family, right? the details don't don't matter. But what does matter is that, as I was approaching my relationship with him and we had a business together, What I noticed after we separated was that every decision that I made was made based out of fear. So I made decisions based out of fear. I made decisions because I wanted people to like me or love me. I made decisions because I I was concerned about what people thought about me. I made decisions because I wanted him to love me so much that so I made all of these decisions out of fear, out of what in the law of attraction would call the lack energy or the energy of lack. Same thing, you might just understand it differently depending on how, on how I say it. So was it my fault that we separate it? Was it my fault that he made the decisions that he made? Right? Oh, some people might say, yes, <laughs> it was my fault. Was I responsible for how I reacted or responded to my life? 100%. Was I responsible for my thinking? Yes. Was I responsible for the values in my paradigm? Meaning a paradigm, meaning a series of beliefs? 100%. I'm 100% responsible for how my conscious thoughts are. And even at at an unconscious level, we have unconscious beliefs. And so part of what the law of attraction talks about is that we can influence our unconscious beliefs by being an awareness of what those are, an unconscious, I would even say deeper unconscious limiting beliefs by being an awareness of what those are. So was it my fault? Well, you know, my mom used to tell me that it takes two people to make a marriage and it takes two people to have a marriage fall apart. So it's never just one person's responsibility or fault. This, this, this owning it, this uh, accepting responsibility is a game changer because when you start to see that your thoughts, in this case, the law of attraction, that your thoughts become things you start to be in awareness of what your thoughts are. I mean, we have, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands or millions of thoughts a day. Did you know that up to 70 thoughts a day are limiting beliefs? Like I'm not enough, I'm not pretty enough. I actually had a Facebook post about that today, right? I'm not thin enough, I'm not athletic enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not young enough. All of those are limiting beliefs. And we as the human species have up to 70 actually or more limiting thoughts a day. So one of the things we want to look at again is we look at our results and our circumstances and our environment. And you can see then what some of your beliefs are. You can see how the law of attraction is working, whether it would be working in your favor or not it's working so one of the um, myths of the law of attraction doesn't work well that's bullshit it does work so we will either attract what we desire right from a place of love and abundance and prosperity right so we call that the abundance mindset or we will attract what we don't desire and that's because we're coming from a lack mindset But either way, the results you experience, the environment you experience, right? Um, The circumstances you're experiencing are 100% yours and yours alone, your creation and your manifestation. And again, I know that the trip up is that we get caught up in. I had bad things happen to me. And therefore, how can I be responsible? But when you switch your mindset and you think everything happens for me, then it changes the way that you look at things. And that's so very, very important, right? That you are able to change the way that you are looking at things. Now, I get it. Um, I mean, I've almost faced bankruptcy, my responsibility, right? I've been cheated on, my responsibility. Um, I've faced um, molestation, other sexual assault pieces. I had a fiance a way, way long time ago that, uh, that I was suffered from domestic violence. Um, all of those, my responsibility. So when people say you just don't get it, I'm kind of like, well, I actually really, really do understand exactly uh, what not maybe exactly mm, that's rather egotistical but I do understand uh, what you're saying right so I want to take a moment to thank you for being here uh, I know that you have a choice to be anywhere whether you're listening to me live or you're out here with me live or you're listening afterwards and uh, letting you know you're listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle on the Inspired Choices Network and would love to continue chatting with you about one of my all my favorite myths around the law of attraction.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email, become a host at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at IgniteYourSuccess.ca.
1: Welcome back, everyone. My name is Ran Shaw, and my business is Ignite Your Success Coaching Consulting. And earlier I mentioned that I do work with entrepreneurs who want to learn the sacred art of business. So what does this mean? You know, there's a shift. I can see a shift in how we do business. And what I find myself doing is guiding people through the journey of letting go of the old way of doing business to the new way. And the new way is really about creating a life and business that you want. Um, I know for myself personally, I had a business and I tried to fit my life in. When I made the switch and decided to have a life and use my vehicle, uh, pardon me, my business as a vehicle to the life that I want, uh, things really, really, uh, really shifted. So before we went to commercial, I shared with you the most common myth um, that I wanted to bust through, which was that the law of attraction doesn't work. And I have noticed in my business that the people who feel this way have experienced the opposite of what they say they want. And that's why they believe that the law of attraction is just a little bit of bullshit. And so I talked about, you know, why we might be experiencing what we don't want. So part of what we might be happening is, um, is that we're thinking things that we say that we want. And we're also having what I refer to as the Yabut yeah syndrome. And so That kind of leads into myth number two, which is all you have to do is think about what you want and it will manifest. This is where the confusion happens. So yes, you absolutely can create most of what you desire. Now I pause there because here's the thing. Uh, You know, I've been coaching. Oh my goodness. I have been coaching since 2011. And so it's been a few years that I've been coaching. I could not turn around and manifest that I want to be a brain surgeon by the end of 2022. So uh, if you're listening to this in 2023 or, you know, further, I'm, rec- I'm, uh, I'm here live in 2022. So I couldn't say that I was going to be a brain surgeon by the end of this year. Right. So when we're talking about the law of attraction, there's this this component of it where we also need to be in awareness of where we are right now. So an example really can be, you know, people will say, well, I am I, uh, I desire to be a millionaire. I am a millionaire. We're going to talk about affirmations later on today. But if I've never someone's never made more than twenty thousand dollars a year and they move into saying that they're a millionaire or that their desire is to be a millionaire. There might be a few yeah, buts. So the yeah, but is where the gold is, right? So it might kind of look like this, right? Uh, it's 2022 and uh, and I'm choosing to be a billionaire by the end of 2022. And then what goes through my mind is, yeah, but it's me. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, are you prepared for that? Yeah, but there's uh, you and a VA. Yeah, but you don't have the whatever. Yeah, but and then they will be like these. This is the gold. The gold is in your Yabits. The, the Yabits are either the truth, meaning uh, I can't be a you know a, a plastic surgeon or a brain surgeon by the end of the year because I don't have the skill set. Uh, a lot of our yabits though are limiting beliefs. A lot of the yabats yeah are the things that we've been programmed at an unconscious level from the time that we were born. Did you know up until the age of seven, your brain's like one big major sponge and everything that you're told, you start to believe as the truth. And I always say the truth the capital T. So everything that you're told up until the age of seven, you believe is the truth. It becomes a belief, it becomes a value. But also also what happens from a scientific perspective is that you start to see the evidence of this belief. And the more evidence you see, the stronger that you create a neural pathway, uh, a, a neural network. So your brain then creates these neural pathways. So you have a belief, right? And you, it might be things. It might be something like, oh, let me see, a limiting belief. It, it could be something as as big, meaning the, the limiting belief of "I'm not enough," or it could be something simple like "I'm not good. I'm not an athlete," right? And then you'll see enough evidence of that, so you start to believe that, right? So your yabuts yeah, when you're when you're setting your intentions or your goal setting, or you're decided that you want to try on the law of attraction, be in awareness of your yabbits. Don't repress or suppress your yabbits because when you suppress or repress them, they're still there. They're still there. So uh, depending on the school that you're following, the school of thought that you're following, uh, one school of thought is it's not the thought that creates the things but it's the vibration of the thought that creates the thing. Uh, I would, so that's more they enter more energy. I would say from a scientific perspective, it's the emotion behind the thought, the feeling that creates that. Again, from a scientific perspective, you'll have a thought and your brain creates a chemical and the chemical signals a feeling or emotion And then you relate to the person you were that first had the emotion. So this is why when people say, well, I I thought I had positive thoughts, Franchelle. I I was 100% sure that this was going to happen and it didn't. It's not just having the thought. It's the emotion behind the thought. It's the feeling behind the thought. It's the yabbits that are behind the thought, right? All of those Uh, make a huge difference when we think about the thoughts become the things. Now, let me explain this in two different ways, how the law of attraction, how thoughts can become things can work for you. So the (laughs) first one from a spiritual perspective is when you decide that you uh, want something and I'm I'm, going to use the word desire instead. A want usually comes because you want something that you don't have, and that is often, not always, but often connected to the lack. So when we have a desire, so in my world of spirituality, desires come to me from my higher power. Now, you can use the word God, divine, spirit, Allah, Buddha, goddess, God X. Uh, higher power, whatever works, divine intelligence, like whatever works for you, okay? So our desires come from our higher power. And once we have this, I call it my aha moments, like a, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if, right? So I have this desire and then what happens is my higher power, the universe, conspires to make this happen. Now the myth, the challenge, uh, the bullshit storyline is that this magical thing that I want, and it's magical thing that I want is that I desire, is just gonna fall from the sky and happen. But that's not the truth with a capital T. I can have incredibly positive thoughts, incredibly positive emotions. Um, and I need to take inspired action. So there's the action piece to it. I need to be aware of my yeah buts, right? So you have this desire, the universe conspires to make it happen. It might look like an obstacle or challenge. From a scientific perspective, Now I already talked about the chemical reaction of the brain, but here's something else once you decide that you desire something your brain in particular your reticular activating system or your RAS, kicks in and starts to look for ways and means for you to have that and again what's important is that you take action you take and i refer to it as inspired action versus just action right action is i'm afraid i have fear um, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I have these lower density energy feelings, and I'm I take action out of fear, out of lack. Inspired action is: I believe with all of my heart. I have faith that the thing that I desire will happen, and I'm going to take inspired action. I'm going to think about this as if it's already happening. Now, as we continue to explore some of um, the myths. One thing I want to share with you before we get into our break is that, and I mentioned this earlier, there are 11 spiritual truths that go along with the law of attraction. So it's important for you to understand that within the law of attraction as meaning the law of attraction being one of those spiritual truths, there is 10 other truths, 10 other laws that are are at play. So you can think all the positive thoughts that you want, but if you're only thinking them and you're not embodying them, you're not integrating the spiritual truths into your life, then you will be one of those people who've tried on the law of attraction and that it hasn't worked for you. And it's not your fault. And I always say that it's not your fault. You're not doing anything wrong. You don't have to align to the law of attraction. You don't have to vibe into the law of attraction. It's there. It's already doing everything it's it's going to do. It's just what messages are you sending out? What emotion are you sending out? What uh, What limiting beliefs are you unconsciously still thinking about? that you're sending out. Now, if you want to know more about the spiritual laws, I encourage you to reach out to me. I'm so easy to find. You can email me at rvb@igniteyoursuccess.ca, at Or you can find me on Facebook, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, or Instagram, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, or a plethora of other social media ways to get in touch with me. So, Again, I want to thank you for joining me here uh, at Inspired Choices Network and with me, Ranshell, on Ignite Your Success with Ranshell.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? Changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca
1: Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Rand Shell. Before we went to commercial, we talked about uh, the next myth, right? Which is all you have to do is to think about what you want to manifest. Earlier on, we discussed the myth, the law of attraction doesn't work. So I want to share with you myth number three which is uh, all you have to do is speak affirmations of what you want. Now, I alluded to this earlier. I believe um, affirmations are important. Uh, I use affirmations in my life on a daily basis. But the affirmations that I use are not actually to remind my higher power, to remind the universe of what I desire. It's actually for me so that I can keep my mind focused on what I want, right? So it's it's not a, oh, hey, God, did you hear me? <laughs> knock, knock, knock. But more of a, hey, Ranchelle, remember what you desire. Keep on, keep on track. Keep on keeping on, as my mom used to say. So when you have the affirmations and you use this, it actually changes the mental state that you're in. If you ever listened to Tony Robbins, he actually talks about that is ensuring that you're in a positive state or a high vibe mental state. So your affirmations can do that for you. It can change the rewiring of your brain. The key, though, with affirmations is, and I had alluded to this, alluded to this earlier, is you need to take action. I mean, I can think all the positive thoughts that I want and sit on my couch um, and not do the things that I do uh, in business, and I might feel great, and then I don't have a business, but I have a hobby, right? And so that next piece, right, I can, again, if I was an athlete, I could, I could, in my mind, I could visualize being an Olympic athlete. I could visualize throwing the javelin, let's say. I would, you know, javelin thrower, Olympic athlete. But if I don't ever practice, if I actually don't pick up a javelin, I don't take action on it, I'm just not gonna be in, a, uh, in the Olympics throwing a javelin. So that's, you know, super important. And one piece that I have seen over and over again, that people who have shared that the law of attraction doesn't work for them, they have missed uh, they have missed out on that, right? So taking action, hugely, hugely important, right? Uh, uh, that's, that is, is definitely the key. And now I want to talk a little bit more about when, it, when taking action, it's important that your mindset is in the right space. So here's what I mean. If I'm afraid, if I'm coming from a place of fear, and I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, I have to have more clients, I can't pay my mortgage, And then I go, oh my, what am I going to do? And I'll hear, I will hear inspired action, even in fear, I'll hear inspired action. Um, And then I might go, okay, I'm going to create a marketing funnel. But if I go to do the marketing funnel and I'm building my marketing funnel in fear, uh, the limiting thoughts of I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, what if I can't do that? And I'm building the funnel, right? Doing the thing in my business, I'm taking action. It might even feel like inspired action, but my limiting beliefs hold me back. I'm either going to procrastinate. I might uh, do nothing at all. I might be in complete fight, flight, or freeze. I might create something, but the end result isn't what I wanted because I created it from a lack mindset. I create it with the idea that there was fear or that there wasn't enough clients out there for, or that I didn't have enough time or money to do the thing. So again, when we talk about, yes, that these myths around the law of attraction, but the truth of it is thoughts can become things if you keep on repeating the thought over and over again. So when we talk about this, speaking affirmations and the only thing that you have to do is that no no we need to do more than just think about it we need to do more than just speak about it we need to do the thing now I want to share myth number four because this is huge so myth number four is if you have if you think a negative thought something bad will happen right or um no, I won't do the or. I'll just do this one. Uh, if you think a negative thought, something bad will happen. This is a rather complex myth, and I really want to address it. And, I'm, and I had said just, just previous to sharing this, it's not about thinking negatively just once that things will unfold the way that they do. But it's a repeated thoughts and feelings that lead to the results, the circumstances and the environment that you're experiencing. It's, it's almost sometimes years of result, years of thinking negative thoughts or years of thinking the limiting beliefs, right, that will lead to this particular outcome. You know, my, um, my daughter will say something about, well, bad things happen in threes. Right. So when that bad things happen to you, oh, bad things happen in threes. So she starts to look for if she's experienced one or two, she starts to look for the third. Now, remember earlier I had said that your brain, um, well, I, I did actually say that, so I'll add this. Your brain is a goal achieving machine. Once your brain decides something, your reticular activating system kicks in. Right. So in this particular case with my daughter, when she says things like, bad things happen in three, because that's what her, her um, dad's family believes and her dad believes bad things happen in three, she will start to look for and be in awareness of the other things that happen. And so it does consistently happen to her that bad things happen in three. Now, is that her fault? So we're going to go back to the very, very first myth, right? Is that her fault? No. Is it her responsibility? Yes because she's training her brain to look for that third thing, right? Or that second thing, right? So so again, bad things aren't happening to her, right? Bad things are happening in her life. Um, this is the creation of this because she has a deep seated belief that bad things happen in three. So for me, one of my limiting beliefs has been um, that I'm not lovable. And because I'm not lovable, rejection and abandonment have been a thing, right? So I have multiple stories of different levels, whether it be um, husbands, lovers, girlfriends, business partners, uh, complete strangers, right? Abandoning me and rejecting me right? So because I have this, I've had this limiting belief, I will see experience after experience. So I didn't have the thought just once. It's been years of programming that I have to unpack and unfold and rewire my brain. Now, I have a personal theory, right? My personal theory is that the limiting beliefs don't actually go away, that the limiting beliefs are always there. Um, my personal experiences that it, it's they are a little bit more insidious than uh, so sometimes a little bit more hmm, challenging. I'm not going to say difficult because words are important, <laughs> thoughts are important, but certainly more challenging to see some of the limiting beliefs that I have because I've been working uh, at this for many many years. So. It will always unfold. My life always unfolds and shows me where I'm experiencing my limiting beliefs, right? A life is kind of like this. It's ebb and flow. Um, it's not just like success that looks like this, right? Success tends to look like this. But knowing that, that I have these limiting beliefs and knowing how I experienced them in the past is awareness. And awareness is the first key to transformation. Right, so we really talked about this uh, this particular myth. If you have a negative thought, something bad will happen. No, it doesn't just automatically happen like that. Because if it did, then the opposite would also have to happen like that, right? Everything is created in, as a whole. By the way, that's, a, that's an extra universal truth. Everything is created as a whole. It's called the universal law of polarity. Oh, I'm just sticking another one in there real quick for you. Universal law of polarity, we experience everything as a whole. So if I'm experiencing lack, abundance is there. If I'm experiencing a negative thought, there's a positive thought. If I have a negative experience, there's a positive experience. So the key to success in this particular instance so setting aside the law of polarity, the key to success is to be aware of what thoughts that you have in general right in general right things like oh it always rains when I decide to have a picnic that could be perceived as a negative thought right Um, or things like bad things happen in three as I use the example with my daughter or um, things like oh that always happens whatever that is that always happens to me right so there's there again there's many many other universal truths that uh, weave into and are part of um, the law of attraction, right? So, uh, yes, I love this. I have this, I this, uh, love this chat. It's like, I always make money. That is a great belief uh, to have, right? A great belief, a great affirmation to have. I love affirmations, right? Um, I always say, I'm so happy and grateful now that money flows to me every single day and in every single way. And I do that over and over again throughout the day. And it, fe- and it does it. It feels really, really good. And when I have a limiting belief, and I do, I have limiting beliefs, I have limiting thoughts, I correct them. Now, I have a little bit of fun with my limiting beliefs, my limiting thoughts. I go, ooh, ooh, delete, delete, delete. Again, I'm not asking the universe to delete them. I'm not asking God to delete them. I'm really not even asking, well, perhaps my brain to delete them. But I say that because it makes me laugh right and laughter is i mean we know this but laughter is really really good right so again many many ways so uh to um for us to take a look at uh, at the, at these myths so <laughs> excuse me again i guess what i really want to share with you before we go to break is that there are many laws to be aware of and the law of attraction gets a bad rap because i think people aren't aware of the other laws like the law of polarity, or the law of thinking, or the law of supply, or the law of cause and effect, right, to name a few. So, again, um, really want to thank you for listening here with me to Ignite Your Success on Inspired Choices Network. And after the break, we're going to continue the myth busting. Uh, I'm going to wind everything up, share the four myths, and, and then I will say adieu.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca.
1: And welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Renshaw. You know, um, I have been so blessed to be here with you for oh my goodness, I think seven uh seven weeks in a row. Uh and every time I, you know, am here with you, the time got goes by so fast. And um you know, for me, it's just so important, you know, part of my passion is to, to share, you know, some of the experiences that I've had so that when you go to create your life, your business that you desire, that you can use, I guess, some of my experiences as a guidepost for you, right? Uh, One of the most brilliant, amazing brilliant yeah brilliant amazing gifts that i was given was when someone reminded me of how very powerful i was and so i want to pass it on to you so there's one thing that i could communicate with you today and that's you are so very very powerful and most people are unaware of how powerful they are you know we are programmed with thinking we are limited And that's not the truth with a capital T. You know, I love asking people on a regular basis, if I could wave a magic wand and have any life that you would like, what would it look like? And you know what, the biggest challenge I see is a lack of clarity. We actually don't know what we desire, right? And because we don't know what we desire, we're not creating that intention. Because we don't know what we desire, we're not craving the attention, our thoughts can't become things. And it feels like then we're a victim of our circumstances. You know, what I know about the 11 spiritual truths is when you implement them, when you apply them, when you embody them, you can make a decision about what you desire and things will unfold. As always, I share with people, it doesn't unfold necessarily the way that you think it's going to, meaning it's not going to be wrapped up in a pretty package necessarily, right? But it will be wrapped. You know, I always say it's like my kids when they were little and they, you know, they wrapped Christmas presents. <clears throat> it was messy, but the inside was beautiful. I think that's what happens when people say they tried the law of attraction. It looked messy. It, they, The thinking that because you're attracting what you desire, that it's just going to be a pot of gold it's just going to be rainbows and unicorns and prince uh, fairy dust and you know mythical creatures and that's not what it looks like and so if you've tried the law of attraction before and it hasn't worked for you i'm going to urge you to uh, either a connect with me or at least the very minimum open yourselves up to the possibility that the law of attraction one of the 11 spiritual truths will lead you to an unlimited or a limitless life. So let's recap the four myths. Uh, myth number four, if you think a negative thought, something bad will happen. That's not true, right? Um, myth number three, all you have to do is speak affirmations of what you want and things will happen. Again, there's some truth to that, but it's really is a myth because it's more than just thinking a positive thought. It's the emotion behind it. It's the feeling behind it. The intention behind it, right? Myth number two: All you have to do is think about what you want, and it will manifest, right? All you have to think about is what you want, and it will manifest. In actuality, when people say this, right, that um, this is a, a the law of attraction: Think about what you want, and it will happen. Truth be told, there are um, Other laws that are really integrated with that, right? One being the law of thinking, uh, one being the uh, perpetual transmutation of energy. One law when it comes to this, uh, certainly is um, the law of supply. Uh, Then of course, the law of vibration. And then of course, a law of attraction. There are so many laws within even that one myth of all you have to do is think about what you want and it will manifest. Now, the truth of that, though, is the things that you either unconsciously or consciously think about will unfold. You will have those experiences because you're thinking them over and over again. So, right, that's why I said it's kind of this little bit of this like, like it's kind of like the matrix, right? When that one scene, you know, where there's like that movement of, because there's so much um, depth to each one of these myths, but there's so much even depth to the actual, law of attraction there's so much more that goes behind and I think The Secret did a great job of introducing um, certainly the law of attraction and um, the book actually goes into it much more than the movie so if you haven't read the book I mean it's a it's a great book but if you really want to know right? Uh, what's behind that? I would grab Raymond Hollywell's book, uh, The 11 Spiritual Truths. That would be the book that I would highly recommend. So myth number one, I said, was the, the law of attraction doesn't work. And again, that's um, that's not true. The law of attraction is always working. Whether you know it or not, it's happening for you. Now I'm using those words specifically. It's happening for you. When we come from a place of things happen to us, we are wearing, I call it the cloak of victimhood. And in within that cloak of victimhood is this lack mentality, right? Is this lack mindset? So if you if you're someone who has said the law of attraction doesn't work, then I'd really love for you, you know, as long as you're in a safe place, is to pull out a pen and paper or your computer or notes on your iPad or whatever. And think about what were what were the thoughts that were going behind the original thought, meaning what were your yabbits, yeah right? So if you had... Uh, I am successful or I have a successful business. Was there a yeah, but, or I'm going to release 25 pounds. Was there a yeah, but, or I'm going to be a millionaire. What was the yeah, but, because what I do know for sure is there's a yeah, but because if there was no yeah, but if there was no limiting belief, if there was no um, connection to, the paradigm, the set of limiting beliefs, then you absolutely would have what you want. So as we end our time together, I would love to invite you to next week's Ignite Your Success with ranchal Van Bryce, uh, which is the show is going to be the real reason why you are procrastinating. Ooh, procrastination, one of my favorite subjects. Do you know why it's one of my favorite subjects? Because I was an expert in procrastination I was the expert I don't know if you can put that on one's you know website or one's resume I'm the expert in procrastination want to learn how to let that go so next week's show the real reason why you might be procrastinating thank you so much for joining me bye everyone
0: thank you for listening to ignite your success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern 4 p.m. Central 3 p.m. Mountain 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.